Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Band and the I Sell Comics podcast, which I do with Mike Zapsik. You're listening to the Comic Owl podcast. Hi, this is Mike Zapsik from AMC's Comic Book Man, and you're listening to the Comical Podcast. Laugh your asses off. Hey, this is Brian Johnson from AMC's Comic Book Man, and you're listening to the Comical Podcast, which is beyond me since Tell Him Steve Dave is available. Uh, go get your head checked. Welcome to episode 41.1 of Comical Podcast, coming to you from Saturday, day one at the Alamo City Comic Con. How are you doing today, Miguel? I'm doing great, man. I've had a wonderful time. Got to meet all kinds of crazy people. It was awesome. A lot of great cosplaying people and just regular people, man. Cool. Yeah, I'm just, I'm still psyched. I mean, I, I have energy. Shit, I could be down there for another eight hours talking, taking pictures, doing crap. I don't know where this energy coming from, considering we didn't get much sleep last night. I don't know where it's coming from either, man, because I don't have any. <laughs> I didn't have any sugar. Oh, yeah, I did. At a Twix bar. What the fuck? <laughs> Lightweight. <laughs> now, nah, but he, you're not kidding. There was a lot of really awesome cosplay today. Definitely some outstanding costumes. Um, we got to talk to some really cool people, and we saw some really cool things. So we, we did a bunch of interviews today, and we're going to go ahead and play the first one for you here. The first interview is Mr. Jonathan Joss. And if you don't know who that is, who is he, Miguel? I'm John Redcorn. My land is sacred. John Redcorn from King of the Hill. Hopefully you guys enjoy that. So here you go. Hey guys, we're coming to you from the con floor of Alamo City Comic Con. We're here with Jonathan Joss, the voice of uh, John Redcorn on King of the Hill. How you doing today, man? There's a hole in my pocket where my money should go. There's a hole. There's a big old hole. Anybody see my nana out there? <laughs> That's freaking awesome, man. <laughs> we're huge fans of King of the Hill, man. We watch it every single day on uh, Cartoon Network, you know, in the reruns and whatnot. And uh, John Redcorn's one of our favorite characters. We quote you all the time. Oh, man, thank you very much. And when you told me you are going to do an interview, I fixed my hair real nice. And then you told me it was going to be a... Without a camera. So for those of you guys out there and girls out there, my hair looks really, really good. It does. I'll testify to that. Whoa. Your wife testified to that a few minutes ago. She's like, he's so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Way prettier than me. I can't compete. <laughs> oh, man. Come on. But, uh, yeah, it's so great to be back here in my hometown, San Antonio, Texas, for the Alamo City Comic Con. Uh, here doing the things that I do best. I'm promoting my uh, Red Corns King of the Girl Massage Meat Rub and Cobb Sprinkle. So before you buy your meat, before you... Light your fire. Get you the meat rub that'll make you king of your grill. That's uh, Red Corn's King of the Grill Massage Meat Rub and Cobb Sprinkle. Uh, but so great to be here in San Antonio. If you want to get a hold of me, just go to Facebook under Jonathan Joss, J-O-S-S. My phone number's there. My address is there. Everything is there. Just look me up and come on by, and I'll give you a good rub. Yeah, we'll definitely be friending you after this. Are you on Twitter by as well? Uh, no, I, I don't twit. <laughs> I'm not a Twitter. <laughs> so uh, you were mentioning a few minutes ago, you're doing other stuff as well now? Yes, sir. Uh, I do film and TV as usual. Uh, just came off of a show called uh, Manhattan Love Story, which is a new uh, sitcom that'll be out in the next week, I think. Uh, I play a disgruntled cab driver, Native American. Um, then I just came off another show called The League, which is about uh, fantasy football, where I play a disgruntled Native American in a bar. You know, it's kind of like Die Hard. Die Hard, you know, in a bus. Die Hard, yeah, that's, this is me, my career. This, I'm disgruntled in a cab, and then I'm disgruntled in a bar. Uh, then I'm also in a show called Messenger, which uh, I'm kind of disgruntled, but I'm teaching stuff on a rock. Um, then I uh, just finished another episode of Parks and Recreation, 
where I'm disgruntled at a ball. So I'm mad, but I look really, really nice. You don't seem that disgruntled in real life. Oh, yeah, I am. It just, you know, on radio, I'm not. You can't be disgruntled on radio. You can't show, show it. That's true. Well, <laughs> throw me off, man. Uh, man, I ain't got nothing now. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I was so upset when they canceled the show. And I'm like, come on. And I'm still trying to get all the DVDs and can't seem to get the rest of the seasons. And well, I got news for you. To start off, you think you're disgruntled. This is how I used to eat. So when it got canceled, trust me, man. You know, I remember when it got canceled. It got canceled on a Wednesday, and I went, and everybody was crying. I was telling everybody, what's everybody crying for? They said, the show got canceled. I said, it got canceled. I thought somebody died or something. And Friday, I go in crying. Everybody tells me, what are you crying for? I said, my dad died. But it was good to know that he outlived King of the Hill. That was kind of cool. So, uh, yeah, it was really sad. But to, on the up note, um, just found out that Disney has bought ye, uh, uh, the rights to episodes uh, season seven and eight, I believe. So they'll be out November 18th. Look for, uh, it's under Disney. Excuse me, $5, sir. $5. People trying to take my picture. $5. Well, you want to take my land, too? You took my picture? Now you want to take my land? Look at him walking away. That's my picture, sir. You just stole from a Native American, just like your ancestors before you. You're stealing from the Native American. Officer, Native American theft. Is he stealing your car keys? <laughs> oh, man, my car I don't care about. It's my picture. It's all right. I'm going to scare him later on. I'll see him. Excuse me. I'll catch him in the bathroom. Pardon me. If you ever want to touch that thing again, I want my $5. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. A while back, we were like trying to figure out which characters the King of the Hill we were. And we do this stupid stuff at work sometimes. And we came across that I was Bobby... And Bill Doltree. Thanks, man. I told him I was Redcorn. He's like, no. <laughs> He's not that cool. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not going to say that. But, no, we all have our inner Redcorn. It just depends. Look, more people taking my picture. Look at that. Hi, how are you, ma'am? Come on over. Come over get a bottle of spice from me. Only $5. I guess that's a no. Yes? No? $5. We have a regular grill rub, and we have a wild game rub, ma'am. Your husband will be happy when you take him back, and you say, honey, I brought you something to rub your meat with. <laughs> she liked that one, huh? Well, guys, thank you so very much. Thank you. We appreciate it. Peace. <laughs> that guy's hilarious, man. <laughs> that was a little bit not our traditional interview. I mean, we typically only talk to people that are related to comics in some way, but, man, we, we're such huge fans of King of the Hill, and he just seemed like such an awesome dude, and he really was. He lived up to our expectations. It was such a good interview. Man, he was screaming at that guy walking away. That guy was freaked out. He didn't know what the hell to do. I was like, holy shit, he's going full meltdown. And he was doing it in his John Redcorn voice. Freaking loved it, man. I was so happy we got a chance to talk to him. Yeah, he even has his own rub, King of the Grill. So that's pretty freaking sweet. I mean, what a pretty genius guy to like come up with his own product. I'm definitely going to be sending that to my dad for Christmas. The funniest part was that Miguel took a picture with him, and he was holding up the King of the Grill rub, and he's like, it goes good on horses, too. <laughs> Started rubbing it on Miguel's head. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Time to fucking run, man. <laughs> yeah, so after talking to John Redcorn, we that was right after we walked in the con. He was right at the beginning. Um we went to the artist alley and we talked to Carlo Barberi and set up an interview for later in the day. Uh, walked around, saw our friend Sam De La Rosa, who we interviewed back at uh, Amazing Houston Comic Con, and did a little bit of shopping. We got some cool things, got some uh, exclusives for this con. And then uh, we went and had lunch, came back from lunch, and did our second interview. And this one was with somebody near and dear to Miguel's in my heart, Mr. Irony Singleton. T Dog! T-Dog, baby! T-Dog! From The Walking Dead. So uh, 
Here you go, guys. Hope you enjoy it. Comical podcast, Miguel Gaza. Who's Miguel? He's Miguel. That would be you. And you are? I'm Justin. Justin. Very good. Good to meet you, Irony. Good to meet you. Am I saying that right? Irony. Irony. Okay. Irony. Okay, well. Ironic. I got you. I got you. Okay, so we're here with Irony Singleton, uh, who played T-Dog, one of our favorite characters on The Walking Dead. Wow, really? Thank you. (laughs) I'm flattered. I'm blushing right now. I wish you could see me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we were big fans of the show. We were both sad when you died. Thank you, Miguel and Justin. It's always heartfelt. Every time, I've heard it like so many times. Where every time I, I hear it, I just about get chills. So it makes me feel good that I'm loved around the world like that, you know? I mean, you're a nice man and blindsided man. You were like, man, you were tough. You, you were hardcore. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Miguel. And see, when I landed The Walking Dead, that's when people stopped throwing tomatoes at me because of the blind side. <laughs> because people thought I was a bad guy in real life. I'm like, okay, I need a role that's going to change that concept or that idea of people. That, that they had of me, you know? So once I landed The Walking Dead, then the tomatoes stopped flying. So it's a good thing. Well, T-Dog definitely changed that impression, I'm sure. Oh, wow. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Yeah, you went out as a hero on The Walking Dead, and you're a hero in real life. Wow. That means a lot to me, and uh, I love you guys, and uh, for being you, that's what we're supposed to do. So love you guys, and thanks for coming to see me, and it's a pleasure talking to you. How's the con going so far? Great. Wonderfully. Fantastic. I was in San Antonio um, 14 years ago in 2000, and it was great. Now I'm back here 14 years later, it's even better. Awesome. Do you want to give uh, any, want to pimp yourself out here? Ah, oh, my book, Blindsided by the Walking Dead. And I also have a one man show um, based on my book, Blindsided by the Walking Dead. I play 20 characters in my show. And uh, yes, and I do some dancing in it, I do some spoken word. I do some rapping. I do some, some stand-up comedy. And uh, I think I talk about horses. I don't know. No, maybe I <laughs> We're all in. <laughs> no, you're all in. <laughs> but uh, I'm traveling with the show. It's opening in Atlanta, Georgia, October 17th. And it's going to make its way um, to Dallas, Texas next spring. But we're traveling throughout the country. We're going to do New York. We're going to San Francisco, Chicago. And we're landing in Dallas in March. So hopefully I'll see you guys here. Yeah, we'll make the trip. That sounds awesome. Thank you very much, Brother Justin. Appreciate you, Brother Miguel. Such a pleasure. Thanks, man. Holy crap, man. Love him. Dude, he hugged us like 8,000 times. <laughs> and they weren't like pat on the back kind of hugs. They were like, hey, man, I haven't seen you in 12 years. I love you, man, kind of hugs. Full on the, the embrace and touch the head type hug, like my friends give me. That's what I felt like. He's, a, he's my brother now. Oh, yeah. He was, he was such a cool dude. Uh, he was really down to earth, really excited to talk to us. He's excited to see so many people coming out in support of The Walking Dead and in support of his character. Yeah, I guess he never expected there to be that much love for T-Dog, but we, we always liked him. I mean, we joke about him a lot, but we always liked him. Always have, yeah. Great guy. I mean, he was in The Blind Side, and I told him, man, you were pretty scary in that movie, but, you know, you pretty awesome in The, the Walking Dead. It's sorry you had to be out of it, but, you know, I know you're going to go on to greater things, and he was really cool about that and he gave me another hug. <laughs> Yeah, he's an awesome dude. So uh, after him, we tried to set up an interview with Chandler Riggs. I'm not sure whether we're going to get that tomorrow or not, but it would be really cool if we could. I want to ask him how he feels about the whole coral meme. <laughs> Ten tickles, coral. Ten tickles. <laughs> and following that, we went and we uh, talked to Mike and Ming, who we've interviewed uh, back at Comic Palooza. And they were a lot of fun, as usual. We went and saw their panel. And then when they came back from their panel, we got a chance to finally talk to them and Johnson who, uh, if you listen to the show for a while, you know I'm a huge Tell Him Steve Dave fan, so it was a real privilege to get the opportunity to talk to him. Uh, yeah, that was a great interview, so here you go, guys. Hopefully you enjoy it. Hey, guys, we're coming to the con floor again, uh, talking to some good friends of ours from Comic Palooza. You might remember them. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. Let me tell you, you guys are good luck. You know, we, we met in Houston at Comic Palooza, 
Texas has brought us back now for the Alamo City Comic Con. I just want to do all my, like, every con in Texas. And come here, everybody just wants to eat and drink beer. I'm fine with that. So it's good to see you guys again. Yeah, it's great to see you guys again, too. How you doing today, Mike? What's happening, boys? What's going on? Same old, same old. Just, uh, you guys enjoying the con? I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of support today. I think it's pretty hard to find a kind I don't enjoy, but this one in particular. We're making, we're making bacon, we're well-fed, and I'm a little drunk right now. People bought me booze, you can't see this, but I got little mini of those airplane bottles. Nice. They've just been bringing me these. So, yeah, so, you know, last time we, we talked, uh, you know, I know you interviewed a lot of luminaries at the Com- Houston Comic Palooza. I listened back, uh, you know, I don't want to brag or anything, but me and Mike were the best. Like, you know, let's, let's be honest, so, yeah. For sure. How are you today, Brian? Uh, I'm all right. And unlike Ming, I, I don't enjoy every single con I do. Um, this one is a good one, though. I'm not just saying it. Yeah, we've been to a couple of clunkers. Like, you go to a con and you don't make any money and it's boring. Uh, uh, how he likes it, uh, it's beyond me. I, I don't understand. He's a fucking idiot, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> just, uh, that could be the explanation. I don't think he's paying attention. I didn't hear a word he said. Is, uh, is he making fun of me again? What else is new? Yeah, I mean, how are you guys finding this? Oh, we've been having a blast. We got to do a bunch of interviews. We talked to uh, T-Dog from Walking Dead. And uh, we talked to the guy who played uh, John Redcorn, Jonathan Joss. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah they, they brought out some really, really good guests here. And then they brought out us. But, you know, hey, so you got to... Not, every, not everything can be a hit. But, hey, that, to Apple who put this whole con together, thank you. I don't know if you're going to hear this, but whatever. Now, you guys are definitely a great guest, and we like having you guys come, and I love watching your panels. I mean, I'm a fan of both of your podcasts. I'm, it's great to see you guys do it live. I, I was completely unaware until you said Apple put this together? Yeah. This is an Apple event? No, no, no. The dude's name is Apple. Oh. His name is Apple. Oh, okay. Like, uh, what's her name's? Uh, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow's daughter or something. His name Apple. Yeah, okay. I mean, Apple put like Apple, Apple. Like, I, I was like, I can't what, believe like, I've, iPad, I haven't man. seen one like Apple insignia the entire time I've been here. All right. Thanks, Apple. Is that his first name or last name? First name. Hmm. All right, Apple. <laughs> you want to say a couple words to Apple? <laughs> you demand Apple. Uh, Ming doesn't do self-deprecating well. I don't know if you noticed that. He's like, and then they brought us here, and, you know, we're, we're horrible. <laughs> Am I only kidding? We're, doesn't work for you, Ming. I don't do self-deprecating very well either, so kiss my ass. How about that? How about kiss my ass? And there are my few words. You guys are freaking amazing. I mean, we've been looking forward to this con for a long time since we talked in Houston. Um, as Justin was telling me earlier, we're planning to go to, to the New York con, and we may make, we're talking about making the trip up to see you guys up there at the store. Nice. And that's, and that's road trip we want to take yeah. i mean again you guys are the reason why we started this and you know you guys rock that's all i want you to know don't blame us <laughs> no seriously especially you brian i'm a huge fan like and tell him steve dave was one of the reasons i wanted to start my own show so for you quinn and walt you know this is this is what it's about for me uh i feel like i should uh take some sort of good feeling from that but now i view you as competition and this interview's over <laughs> just <laughs> But uh, congrats and, and, and good on you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you guys got into it. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You got it. That whole line of us being competition was damn funny. <laughs> That's a compliment. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care how you take it. Being competition for Tom Steve Dave is, a, is, is definitely a compliment. That's a real big stretch. <laughs> you know it is. 
Uh, you know, I'm glad we got to talk to him later in the afternoon. He's more relaxed. He's quite a funny guy. Uh, he was really cool. And I know he's one of your idols, and I know there's a reason why we started this, and he lived up to the hype. Oh, yeah. And Mike and Ming were as amazing as always. They're always really funny and a lot of fun to talk to. So uh, following them, we did get around to talking to Carlo Barberi, who we'd set up the interview with earlier in the day. Uh, Carlo, one of our favorite artists at Marvel, he's done a lot of books we really like, most recently Thunderbolts and Amazing X-Men, and uh, we got to talk to him a little bit about that. So here's that one. Hopefully you enjoy it. Hey, guys. It's Justin coming from the con floor here with Miguel. How you doing, everybody? And we're here to talk to a very uh, special guest, Carlo Barberi. Hi, how are you? <laughs> doing good, man. How are you? Really good. Thank you. I'm a huge fan of your artwork. I, I've seen you before. We went out to the uh, Deadpool Day at the Dallas Comic Con, and I got you to sign some stuff for me. You remember that one? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, you signed some stuff for me, too. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so what have you been up to lately? I know you did Thunderbolts for a little while, and I absolutely loved that run you did. Uh, but what have you been doing besides Thunderbolts? Oh, I'm right now. I'm uh, the royal penciler of uh, Amazing X Men. Uh, it's it's been a blast. I've been drawing a lot of Wendigos there, so it's it has been fun. Everybody's a Wendigo in that book. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a fun book, man. It really is. It's all over the place. I'm gonna bite you and see if you turn into one. <laughs> We're not in Canada. Oh, yeah. Actually, they, they just, uh, well, no, I can't. No, we already know. We already know the curse has spread. <laughs> so uh, aside from Amazing X-Men, do you have anything else going on? Oh, well, no, not really. It's just uh, having fun here in the shows once in a while and uh, meeting beautiful people. <laughs> How's the con going so far? Yeah, it's really good. Uh, the people are, again, are really nice and uh, really nice to me. They, they give me a lot of compliments, which is Good for the ego. <laughs> you deserve every one of them. You're a fantastic artist. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, we have our favorites, and you're definitely one of them. I mean, you are amazing. Thank you very much. Um, you have any tips for aspiring artists out there, maybe? Oh, yes, practice. I know everybody says the same thing, but it's just practice, 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 and when you're tired, practice again. <laughs> Everything takes hard work. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks, Carlos. We appreciate you taking a little bit, little bit of time to talk to us today. Oh, you're welcome, and thank you for uh, inviting me. Not trying to be an ass kiss, but, you know, we we respect the very well-known guys, and Barberi is one of those. He's amazing and a nice guy, one hell of a nice guy, and I really enjoyed talking to him. I'm glad we got to sit there and chat while he was drawing. He's amazing. And he sells his stuff for very affordable prices. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever have the opportunity to go and check out his booth at another con. You should definitely do it. I mean, I got an original page from him today for 40 bucks, and that's not the first one I've gotten from him for that price. I mean, we've seen him at other cons, and I have purchased many original art pages from him, and they're always for very affordable prices, which is so cool because most people really hike that stuff up. Yeah, one guy was going to charge you $700. I'm like, holy shit. And you're like, those are nice, but that's a little out of my range. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> that's the absolute truth. <laughs> But we had a lot of fun uh, day one. After that, we hung out with the BS Excluded guys a little bit. Uh, talked to Bryfi a little bit. And uh, we... <laughs> yeah, the restraining order is not in effect. <laughs> and then uh, we went and had some Mexican food, and now we're in the hotel room recording. Yeah, it was a great time. I got to hang out with you know Bryfi and his wife a little bit more, uh, Casey, and uh, get to, got to know him a lot better. It was really cool. Uh, and hanging out with the BS Excluded people are really freaking hilarious, and we get along well with them, and hopefully we'll do some more stuff with both of those guys and both teams down the road. I'm sure we will. <laughs> so anyways, guys, we're going to try to get a little bit of sleep tonight. We didn't get very much last night, but uh, we'll be at the con again tomorrow doing a little bit more, 
and uh, make sure to tune in tomorrow. And if you're in town, come and check out Alamo City Comic Con because it's it's pretty awesome. Uh, tomorrow's the last day, but they got some great panels lined up. Stan Lee's still going to be here doing signings, so if you haven't had the chance to talk to him yet and get some stuff signed, you should definitely take advantage of that. So anyways, guys, we're going to hit the hay. I just want to say keep on laughing, bitches.